0: This is an in the locker room podcast from SNR catch Tunch and Wolf live weekdays from 10 to noon on your 24 hour home of the black and gold Steelers nation radio.
1: Man, really just another blow for team. Uh, it was a collaborative effort. It took place uh, in all three phases obviously we're far from perfect we had mistakes
0: in all three phases but that's that's life particularly you know in this game at this level you're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold Steelers Nation Radio
2: well good morning everybody it is uh, the locker room time to open up the doors uh he's Wolf I'm Tunch and we are celebrating another Steelers victory 23 to 17 against the Arizona Cardinals in Phoenix where the fans were overwhelmingly wearing black and gold I they mean, were indeed. I humans. mean it, you know it wasn't 50-50 but it was 40-60 the Steelers fans very very and, close and they were louder than the Cardinal fans. Did you notice when they stood
3: up and held their towels still? Yeah, yeah. You know, because this started, I don't know, what, five, ten years ago. You started to see it in stadiums.
2: It it started uh, the Super Bowl in 2005. Has it been that long? That, that, there yeah, you go. yeah, I think it is. So the point being
3: is, you know, in, in because, visiting because stadiums, the Indian, they started to yeah. twirl their towels, which were given out, Right. these uh, feckless, ridiculous towels with yeah. a sponsor
2: on it and yeah, everything. Yeah, First National Bank of Indianapolis right. when Exactly. the divisional
3: round, that's right. when I think it started. Could well yeah, be, yeah. that yeah. that makes sense. So then they stood up and they just hold it still, and it's funny because the Steelers Nation communicates like it does almost... As one, it was it was really impressive to watch in the stadium as you saw right. all these people holding their towels still rather than twirling them. It was really very cool.
2: And then there were we we had to do a pep rally at Harold's uh, um, Cape Creek, yeah. And there were three thousand five hundred Steeler fans. Uh, it was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing, yeah, and yeah. they
3: were vociferous. They were loud and proud. We right. had a great time, yeah, and it was a pleasure, a privilege, and an honor to be there. Yeah, it was,
2: it was uh, it, and it was, it was, it was a, it was unbelievable. We saw so many guys from uh, Steel Come Fantasy Camp, Malone. yeah, and saw Mark Malone. We and, saw
3: our old teammate, yeah, number
2: one pick in yeah, 1980. That's right, and Mark was uh, uh, back in in phoenix now yeah uh, back in phoenix got a a new knee because remember he you know remember he he donk rated he was the first the first acl repair that i knew about right right you know because he was on crutches he was on crutches for a while because when he came to uh he came to uh uh sharing my wedding in uh indiana and he was still on crutches right yeah and uh, um you know it was it was uh, interesting, uh, but he—he uh, he just got his knee replacement, and he—what did you, were, you were, were comparing notes?
3: Oh yeah, yeah, we were just talking about it. 'Cause he's got still a little bit of swelling in, him, but he did it in May. He did I'm all oh, the way back in wow, February. and he was
2: walking around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, was,
3: he looked terrific. You yeah. know, he was looking good hard shape and everything. Yeah. So it was good to be with Mark. We also saw Bobby Coors. Bobby Kors. Yeah. Right? We saw Santonio San Holmes, Mel Blunt. Who else was there? there Merrill. Was Merrill, of course, Louis Merrill Lips. Louis Lips, Lips yeah. absolutely. Jerry Glusick. And Jerry Glusick, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. of the of the infamous Glusics
2: of oh, Indiana State. Yeah, and, and McKeesport Glusics. <laughs> and remember, <laughs> yeah. infamous is. Better than fame, right? That's right. Uh, it was great seeing a bunch of old buddies, uh, and Mel was there at Blunt. Talk about Mel being named to the top one hundred all time. Were you
3: surprised? No, no not oh, in the I least. Was surprised at not all? Not in the least. You no. know what? You know, what I was surprised about was that Troy Palomalu didn't make the top one
2: hundred. Uh, did Donnie Shell? We'd have to check on yeah, that yeah. one. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I I I wonder. You know,
3: I know that Lambert. Green and Ham made it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and now Mel. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's, so a, that's, lot of, that's four, a lot. So that's the Steeler. That's a lot of cheddar of off of of one Yeah. Team. That's
2: right. You got to be. You, you got the Hall of Favors. And Webby made it. And Dermani Dawson mm. made it. Yeah. That's right. So we got more cheddar. There. And uh, Bradshaw. Did I don't know. I, I I think Bradshaw made it too. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, I uh, uh, it's uh, it was a great game. Um, are you surprised? that the Steelers are eight and five.
3: I would say at one and four, if you had told me at one and four, they're going to be eight and five. I said, uh, we'll see. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would be a little more cynical given
2: the fact if we were sitting around one and four. Yeah. Well, uh, when we were one and four, I thought, okay, this season's over uh we're not gonna make it the playoffs uh you know you know what I mean because it, it looked like we were going to be mathematically eliminated early but I, I just did not expect what, what uh, yeah, what a turnaround the Steelers did, and you know you got to, and Mike Tomlin has got to be uh, coach of the year for this turnaround and, and all the injuries that he's uh, that he's suffered through. Um, well,
3: not just the injuries, but you know, in the same year that you're trying to replace the production of of two tremendous
2: right ab and lev bell two tremendously
3: gifted offensive players yeah you've got to replace their production you don't you know did you see that lev bell now they said that uh that he he was playing bowling bowling all night Uh, he he went he went he got ruled out of the game because he had the flu so he's got enough to go bowling yeah now you say what all night bowling he went yeah all night bowling good heavens man i you know to me those types of things That's just got to be – it makes you shake your head. They question
2: your – Commitment. Your commitment, yeah. Yeah. Uh, If I'm
3: a teammate there, I'm like going, huh, how does that work? Yeah. How are you up there bowling a few frames when you can't run the ball, you can't play? What happened to the fact of – you know what – you Throw up and you go out and play, right? All right, you've I did done that. it. I, I saw did. you do it, yeah. Uh, you Monday kept me night. up, you kept me up all I, night because you were in the bathroom throwing up. I when know, you were I, I, okay,
2: okay, all right, yeah. Oh, that was horrendous, yeah. I, 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 every hour on the hour,
3: yeah, it was. But then uh, we played, yeah, yeah. And I, I remember being sick and on the field, and you throw up a little, and yeah. then you know what, It'd just move on, yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, there was. There was honor in going out there right. and leaving it all on the field right. in more ways than yeah. one.
2: Yeah, leave it all. <laughs> I love parts of me all over the field. All right. <laughs> uh, so anyways, so here here's the you know, the Steelers are 8 and 5. Yes. Can they win out? Uh This is going to be difficult, this but this be, is exciting. Yeah, I uh, mean, think what you got lying in front of you, huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh you got uh, you've got Buffalo this week, right? And if you beat Buffalo, uh, you're going to be nine and five, and Buffalo's going to be nine and five. And head to head, you win out. So uh, uh, it, you know it's uh, uh, you know you you've got the number one seed as not the number one seed, but you you're the best wild card uh, that's not a divisional winner. Well, this know.
3: starts a little bit of a run where. Things get demonstrably harder in the in two out of the last three weeks. Right. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. the big thing is to put this game. Now I, I'm telling you what the Buffalo Mafia, what they call it, you know, the yeah. fan base. Yeah. they're they'll be coming big, loud, and 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 big in in you know coming down from Buffalo this Sunday night. I guarantee. You think there's going to be a lot of Bills fans? I think you know not that you know not you're not going to get a lot of them, but they will be loud. I mean, because they traveling from buffalo to pittsburgh that's yeah. not a big deal no that's four hours right no, no it's uh
2: three, three and a half at three, the most three yeah. Yeah, no, no, yeah, just three, over three yeah yeah um uh so you know w- when you look at this team the defense is unbelievable you you've got speed you've got athleticism and you've got power oh yeah uh uh you know the bat- offense has been banged up but you gotta admire duck Uh, for you know, I have for a long time. Yeah, I mean, I know you. You jumped on the duck bag bandwagon way before there was one. Way before I did. Uh and you're no, right. No, there was no bandwagon, yeah. brother. <laughs> well, there were a lot of guys that were uh were talking about Duck. Remember uh in camp um the, the you know they saw was, what you saw. There was Duck. Yeah. yeah. I mean,
3: and it wasn't like we were saying this guy's the next greatest uh, yeah. Johnny Unitas or Danny Marino. Yeah, yeah. But the point was there was there was an appreciation for what he was doing and getting the job done and the fact is, it's not like he had the booming arm or any of the great physical attributes no, that no. would, you know, separate him from a lot of other guys. Right,
2: right. You know um, what I
3: mean? Yeah. The, so the point is, there's just there was something about the kid that made you go, right? Hmm, you know what? It's interesting.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so would you say he's three and oh, or would you say he's four and o, or would you say he's three and, a half and Three and a half and oh? Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Uh,
3: he's three and as a starter. He's three and a half and O. as a guy coming well, off the bench. He
2: came off the bench and, and they were he... they were behind. Behind. So right. I, I'm gonna give him four and Okay.
3: Yeah. I, I got no big problems. Yeah, uh, you know, but I think for you know, factual certainty and you know and in, in journalistic integrity, we talk about the fact that he's three and a half. Right,
2: no. right, yeah. You know, uh I mean, that's so but, important. You know, um uh and he's beaten back to back the two number one quarterbacks of their draft, How about uh, that? the first pick, you know, uh, Baker Mayfield last year and uh, Kyler M- Murray uh, this year. Uh, and uh, man, he, he has so much poise. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, he does.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I look at this. He Now think about this. OK, there were 21 draftable quarterbacks, according to the press reports that we read yeah. about, uh, you know, before the draft. And Hodges wasn't one of them. That one was no. not one of the 21. 11 of those quarterbacks were actually drafted. One was cut, and now he's on somebody else's right. practice squad. But seven, just seven of those 21 have thrown a pass this season in 2019. Yeah. Six of them have started a game. And uh, they, it, Duck is the only quarterback um, – uh, actually, to to win a game, right? You know, what I mean, he, he's three and oh, yeah. it's like
2: unbelievable.
3: You try to wrap your brain
2: around, yeah, that. yeah. Uh, and and it, it it's um, you know, there there are diamonds in the rough, and you don't know it until the guy starts shining. Like a diamond, and that's what Duck uh, is. Uh, there are so many guys that uh, you know. I I always ask this question to Kevin Colbert. Um, I said, Kevin, how many how many offensive linemen are sitting at home because they don't pass the eye test? Um, you know, because offensive linemen they they want them giants. Yep. Yeah, they, they you know absolutely. Yeah, and and are there offensive linemen to sit at home that maybe aren't three hundred? Uh, maybe two ninety five, two eighty five, right. two ninety. But but uh, are athletic enough to play, and uh, you know uh, that's why I am so excited. I went over and hugged it out a little bit with AQ Shipley.
3: You know, oh, did you see AQ? I went over and and, and got hold of him. Yeah, yeah, and Talked to him and just you know, I he's just big. Oh, he's big. Yeah, you know, but he's only six one big. Yeah, you know what I mean. And short arms too. Yeah, very short arms. But I, I'm just thrilled for him because I remember back in the day. You, you know, a lot of people were saying he can't play, and we kept saying, you know what? He can play. Yeah. The kid can play. Yeah. And he's proven it. Yeah. I mean, he's had a great career here. Is he from South Fayette? He's around here yes. somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean, the young man has yeah. acquitted himself well, so good for him. Also uh, saw, did you see Cougs? Uh, Sean Coogler? Uh, I
2: didn't. Oh, I got a chance to talk to him, too. Uh, I didn't see James Saxon either. I didn't but get a chance you know, to hook up with. But Sachs. I saw my buddy Hank Hahn from Indiana State. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah. that
3: makes an official the, alumni uh,
2: a function. Function, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And Hank is from Chicago too. Uh, so we were talking about you know how often we get back, and uh, it was great seeing Who Hank. I, oh,
3: I was getting you know when I was getting a ride over to Ronnie's, my brother's house, right after Harold's. Yeah, the driver. Was from Chicago. Right. And he, you know, and I said, ah, Chalute should have been here because this guy was – talking all up all about Chicago and yeah. the things that he's done and, you know, how much he loves Chicago. I go, Chalut should be here because the two of you ends would be going back and forth, yeah. you know, talking like crazy. Yeah, uh, it, it, And I was like, you a Lou Malnati's, a Gino East guy or are you a Due's guy? Uh, what did he say? You know, say? and he said, uh, I think he was a Lou, Mal- a Lou Malnati's. Well,
2: you know, Lou Malnati's is now the best pizza in Chicago. I think so. Back in the day, it was Uno's and Due's. Uno's, that's when I yeah, kept forgetting because
3: yeah. I kept going, there's a Due's there's a and then there's something else on the other side. I forgot.
2: Uno's. Yeah. That's uh, there was Unos and Duays, and then Genos, and then Genos moved to close to Lake, East? and they became Geno East. Yeah, that that they became Geno. Let me guess which way he moved. Yeah, yeah, East. Yeah, yeah. That's when they became Geno's East. And when when I was a kid. Uh, when I was in, you know, a teenager, right? When we, when we were in high school, we would always, or in college, we would always go downtown to hang out, right? And we would go uh, for pizza. And if Uno's was crowded or if Due's was crowded, then we go to Gino East, Gino's How East. How far was it from there? Um, you know, they were just a couple blocks. Is uh, that all? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: You got, About, like, uh, you got like the most amazing pizza in the world in just a couple of blocks right, from each other. Right, yeah. That's like ridiculous. Now, uh, where's Lou s- Mall's? L- Lou Mall's,
2: the, there are several Lou Mall's. Okay. Mal, there's one downtown on State Street, or on the corner of State and uh, Lake, or Lake Street. And then there's. Uh, uh, Lou Malnati's on Rush Street, and uh, there's another one. We've been to, I've been to Rush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then, uh, uh, Uno's Uno's is on Ohio Street. <laughs> Duay's is on Caddy Corner. Gino's East is on Superior. Okay, so the, those are all. Man, oh man, I can't believe that one town has got like uh... they're great. Yeah, yeah,
3: I mean that you've you've got really. The cornered the market and
2: great yeah. pizzas, and and Lou Malnati's. There's franchises all over in the really? suburbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're in the suburbs. Yeah. We should, oh my goodness. That's yeah, a, I, I, you know it, it's uh, it's very good. Very I, you good. know I love it. But but Cino's East has the cheeseburger pizza. They have. Three patties of cheeseburgers and French fries and pickles and tomatoes. You know what? We
3: could take that to Calientes. I bet you they could re- yeah, replicate yeah, that. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, because they got great pizzas I, I had, over there. I, I, I had, uh, you know how I am, uh, you know about pizza. I, I get. Ajita, yeah. uh, i had that pizza i thought i was gonna have a heart attack <laughs> it, <laughs> but was, it was worth it. it was so good
3: going You're, down you were close to death my I, friend uh, it but was it was so, worth it. it
2: was so good going down uh but it just uh the the acid uh w- the acid ingestion it's like man. you
3: show up in heaven and the lord be looking at you going you just couldn't say you
4: no couldn't could say you? <laughs> no to that cheeseburger pizza
2: but anyway but you know what I, uh but when I get, when, you know, uh, when I go, go to heaven, I'm going to be able to eat everything. There you go. There you go. <laughs> no, no gluten problems <laughs> there anymore. No gluten problems, yeah. baby. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a break, uh, and we're going to continue this conversation about the uh, uh, Steelers, not about pizza, right? Uh, but about the uh, uh, Steelers and uh, uh, their defense. We're going to start with their defense, and we're going to give out our game balls. He's Wolf, I'm Tunch, and you're in the locker room. This
0: is an in the locker room podcast from SNR Steelers Nation Radio. And you better watch out, you better not try. You better Or in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. On your 24-7 home of the black and gold.
2: Steelers Nation Radio. You know, that might be one of my favorite uh, uh, renditions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, the, the boss is what he's saying. Yeah. It's just tremendous, Yeah, you know,
3: and the joy and the enthusiasm that he brings. I, it's, I, what can you say?
2: I heard like 30 years ago, four, no, 45, 40 years ago, he was at the Stanley Theater and someone threw uh, a santa claus hat up on stage and he started that song no kid yeah that's what i the, you know someone was at that concert i wonder if told that's me. an
3: urban legend
2: yeah i, I don't know but uh, i like the sound of it but uh speaking of legends we've got right. uh, uh former steeler quarterback uh bruce gradkowski bruce welcome to the locker room brother how you doing
5: Guys, I'm doing great. Yeah, that's that's a classic jam right there. I love that
3: one. Yeah. You got to love that. You know, it's filled with the joy of Christmas and this holiday spirit and all the things that comes along family. Yeah. And it's just a feel-good song. I mean, there you go. Yeah, Absolutely. Well, especially for
5: Steeler fans right now that, you know, coming off a win, everything
3: feels good this
5: week, you know. (laughs) Have some momentum. They've been playing really well. Uh so yeah, I, I love just the the attitude of the Steeler fans as my whole family, they are big time Steeler fans, so I've lived it growing up, but um
2: uh it's pretty
5: cool. But yeah, this time of year and, and especially winning, man, it, it they look good.
2: Yeah, I I've I, I was with your Uncle Mark, uh, when in the seventies in college, when the, everything was Steelers, and I, I have to admit, I have to confess, back then I wasn't a Steeler fan. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know what? And 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 your uncle, uh, your uncle Ziggy asked me, goes, y- "You hate the Steelers? What are you going to tell Chuck that you're not going now that they drafted you?" <laughs> yeah.
6: Is
5: that funny, too, how, how quickly things change, right? <laughs>
2: yeah, I know. Bruce, let me <laughs> ask
5: you something.
3: You got this year, going into the draft, I, I would say before this year, you got 21 draftable quarterbacks. Devlin Hodge's name was not on any one of uh, that list, right? And yet this guy yeah. now is 3-0 and as a starter and has come off the bench for a fourth victory, come behind from Cincinnati. How in the world do you put that into some sort of context?
5: <laughs> well, you don't. I mean, because you know everyone's trying to find um you know the best quarterbacks, the best running backs, linebackers in the draft, and it, it's it's not an exact science. You know what I mean? I mean, guys right. can test well. You can run. You can jump. You can throw the football strong and hard, and have the biggest arm or be six six and look the part. But at the end of the day, um you know it always works out how it should. I always say that. A lot of times, and I was in that position. You want to get drafted as high as possible, and you want to go in the you know as, as fast as you can. But at the end of the day, it's more important where you go than when you go. And yeah. for Hodges, he's very fortunate that it worked out this way. He was an undrafted guy, and he goes to the Steelers. Because I'll tell you what, Mike Tomlin is a guy that doesn't care where you've come from. If you're given the opportunity, you take advantage of the opportunity. He will give you that chance. And that's what Hodges has now. And, you know, it it started through training camp. I remember going uh, to the one practice at Heinz Field and and watching him. I'm like, man, this guy is just naturally accurate. I mean, he's just a – and I joked with Randy Featner at the time. I said he's a poor man's Baker Mayfield. And now he's actually playing better than a Baker Mayfield. (laughs) (laughs) uh, You know, so it's really cool to see him get this opportunity and take advantage of it. And I think, too – Look, a lot is about the team, the guys you're surrounded around, and he's just making the right plays, He's being smart with the football. The last two weeks um, for Pro Football Focus, I mean, he's he's great in in the top ten for us, you know, like five or six. I mean, he's playing really well and smart, and it's fun to watch.
2: Yeah. Hey, uh, 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 Bruce, um, you know, as you know, I think Randy, I think Randy, uh, Randy Feeney is doing a great job with him. Uh, but one of the things, how, uh, how wide, how much do you open this offense for him? Do you spoon feed him? Uh, do you, uh, you know, at, at some point, do you just say, "All right, whatever you want," or do you, 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 you kind of uh, go slow?
5: I think, you know, at this point in the season, he he has a good understanding of the offense, I would assume, right? I mean, right. we're going into week 15. He's been around training camp, you know, uh, uh, watching Ben and then Ben gets hurt and Mason. There's, there's been a lot going on through this season, and he's gotten to watch a future Hall of Famer go through it. He's got to watch Mason Rudolph go through it for the first time. So those coaching and teaching points, So it seems like he really has grasped that stuff. So I would have the playbook wide open, honestly. And knowing Tomlin, Tomlin's not one to shy away. I mean, look at some of the the plays in the game. He he still stays aggressive. And you have to play that way because if you want Hodges to be successful and give your team a chance, you cannot pull back the range. You have to stay aggressive because as a quarterback, it just makes it that much harder when – Run the ball on first down, run the ball on second down. Oh, hey, by the way, can you throw on third and six and get this first down for us? You know, so I, I like how they mix it up. They give him good, you know, good plays to handle. And look, he, he throws the ball very well downfield. Like, I, I think he's more comfortable with goal balls, with those intermediate rounds, 15 to 20 yards downfield. He has a good feel for that.
3: You know, it was interesting because we watched him throw a couple of those 50 50. We saw him have that nice touch. That what you would call a two ball, right? Am yeah. I am I am I speaking the truth? Uh, yeah, big G? he, yeah. You know, he yeah. ripped
2: he ripped you off, Bruce. When, no, no, when he you... taught me that. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, he you
3: ripped him off. <laughs> okay, so maybe I ripped him off after he taught me that. But you know the point is, he's also yeah, shown ahead. what he showed me though was when he threw that two yarder, that smoking shot to Deontay Johnson in the corner of the end zone. That was a big time hard throw, was it not? Yeah.
5: Oh, that that was. Uh, um... That was a great pass, and I was grading it for pro football focus, and it was basically like the fade comeback. You know, you make it look like a fade route, boom, Deontay Johnson with his quickness and his separation ability and tight quarters, he's able to, you know, win on a route like that. But the timing and anticipation that Hodges threw the ball with and the velocity, I mean, you have to put it the, the, the front pylon for Deontay to come back to it and, and in the red zone, every throw is that much tighter. So,
4: right, um, yeah. I mean
5: that, that play was, that play was cool and that play was cool to see because you could just tell, um, how much they've been working together on that in practice, because that doesn't just, that's not just a call. You right. Just call, um, you know, whenever that's something you've been working on throughout, throughout the the year so, uh, that showed me that man, he's really taking steps. He's not just executing little screen passes. He's actually making some big time throws to give the Steelers an opportunity. And and they're playing with confidence right now. They're, you know, gonna face a good Bills team that's coming off a tough loss. But I really think, you know, Tomlin's defense and the Steelers, the way they've been flying around defensively, can get after Josh Allen a little bit. I think they'll make him uncomfortable. If they could contain him in the pocket. I think they'll get a few turnovers from him. And then Hodges is going to be up against a good test because the Bills' defense is pretty tough.
7: So, you
2: know, what do you see in Josh Allen uh, that makes him so good? I know he's got that big arm, but uh, what else do you see in him, Bruce? You
5: know, he's a big, strong guy that's athletic. And you guys probably remember Ben early on in his career right. and, and how it's at some point, you know, he'll get out of sacks that – you know, you're kind of surprised he did. And, um, uh, but then he'll have some of those turnover plays and that's what Josh Allen has at times. I mean, at times he does a really good job. Uh, but then at other times you're like, man, what are you doing? Why would you throw that? Or why would you take that sack? Um, so Josh Allen, you know, if he's playing smart can, you know, can really hurt you with his athletic ability, um, and his arm strength downfield, um, But, you know, and honestly, at times, too, though, you know, it's head-scratching some of the decisions he makes.
3: You know, the interesting thing is you see that he's struggled against New England and Philly and uh, Baltimore, say, you know, pretty good defenses. They've held him below 200 yards passing. So it's not like he's just smoking anybody and everybody that that comes in his way.
5: No, no no question about it. And and, um, the thing with Josh Allen, I mean, even this last week watching him, you know, he was missing a lot of throws and I think the weather was pretty bad in Buffalo. You know, that wind was swirling around
3: coming in but, off the lake. Yeah. Um, that's, those are
5: the times I'm glad I'm retired and I'm sitting <laughs> on my nice cozy. couch watching <laughs> <the game. laughs> Because that wind was swirling, especially last night's game, the rain, the cold, Yeah, I mean, but you know, so Alan missed a bunch of throws last week. So I know they're going to be, you know, there's going to be a heightened awareness, for himself to play better, to hit those open targets, because at this stage in the game, you're trying to make a playoff run. You can't afford to miss open throws. Look, that was the situation with Mason Rudolph, and I know Rudolph wasn't the first-round pick like Josh Allen, but honestly, you cannot continue to miss open throws or you know, you see what happened to Rudolph, and now Hodges gets his opportunity. Not that that's going to happen with Josh Allen, but um, no. you know, but you can miss those open throws, and that's what he was missing last week.
2: You know, one time we played up in Buffalo, you talk about the wind. Uh, Harry Newsom punted the ball. He almost fair caught his own punt. Uh, uh, the, you remember that game? And it, it took it – The wind the, was, coming it was coming up like – and
3: the thing oh. about it is Rich Stadium, then Rich Stadium, now, yeah. you know, the Buffalo Bill Stadium. But then Rich Stadium, uh, it's underground a yeah. little bit. Yeah. So the wind would come in off that lake direction, and it would sweep through, and it was a headwind so strong. That ball went up in the air. It landed three yards behind beyond the line of scrimmage. And Tunch and I were screaming at the gunners to turn around and go back. (laughs) Go back, go back. It shot up straight in the air like a helicopter. It was crazy.
5: Well, I saw a throw this weekend. I was grading that Andy Dolan's game. And it was that left corner of the end zone in Cleveland. That wind just swirls. And I saw one of his throws go and just, just die down to the left real quick. And it just, that's the most frustrating thing as a quarterback is playing in wind. I can play in snow, rain, sleet, hail, but wind, you have no control over where that football goes.
2: Right. So, Bruce, I, I got to, uh, by the way, uh, we're talking to Bruce Grad- Scott, Brad Gradkowski, our f- uh, former Steeler quarterback uh, and good buddy of ours. Um, Bruce, so, uh, you know, there, to start every game, You have to play with consistency. And there is a point where, you know, when you're a backup, you start a few games, you're on a roll. Uh, You know, how, how do you continue that consistency if you're Duck Hodges?
5: Yeah, I mean, sometimes you think that you have to do it all. And as you get a little bit of success, you want to make tighter throws. You want to make bigger plays, more splash plays. But if you can stay consistent and protecting the football, making the right decisions, and also realizing, as he probably has realized over the last few weeks, he doesn't have to do it all on his own. You have Deontay Johnson returning a pump for a touchdown. You have the defense stepping up, getting turnovers, getting sacks. You have a running game. You have a good offensive line in front of you. You don't have to feel like you have to do it all. And I, I think Tomlin and Randy do a really good job preaching that because it's about the team. And they've been very focused as a football team. And that's what he has to just continue to do. I mean, I think he's, he's smart. He's making the right decision. Look, us in the media, we could hype things up. But look, just keep it plain and simple. Just execute the offense one play at a time. Make smart, smart decisions. Take care of that football. And he'll give the Steelers chances to win. I mean, now we're talking going into the playoffs, this fourth quarter football, the last you know few games of the season. These are going to be tight games, so it's going to come down to, you know, some big plays here and there, Um, and he just has to protect the football, keep doing what he's doing, and just don't feel like you have to do too much because there's a good football team around you.
3: When you are a guy like Duck, let me ask you this. What's it like in the huddle? You know, if some of the guys, maybe, maybe you're, you, you got to say something. You know, you got to come back quick. You got to do this or something like that. Is he able to be able to do that to a veteran guy now and able to talk to him and such as a team leader? You know, because, yeah. I mean, it's to me, it's one of those funny things that uh, takes some time before you can adequately speak to a lot of, you know, other players' performances around you.
5: No, you're absolutely right because – as a rookie, when I started eleven games in Tampa Bay with John Gruden, I had Joey Galloway in the huddle. Mike right. thought, and then this year it was hard because I felt like, okay, I don't want to disrespect these guys, right? But it's so funny and it's really cool uh, just about the game of football. You know, you get in that huddle and Pouncy, Ramon, Foster; those guys are proven vets that are really respected and they're respectful and. The the, the look in the huddle, when you get in there, those guys, even when I was with Mike Olson, Joey Galloway, they're looking at me for guidance, for leadership, because I'm a quarterback. And and whether we like it or not, when you step in that huddle or you're on the field, if you're a quarterback, your team is going to look at you automatically as a leader. So you have a a leg up in a sense that people will have that different type of respect for you when you step in the huddle. Now, if you could command the huddle, And you can spit those plays out left and right. You can tell, you know, it's just little nuances. When I used to call a play, if you know, when I pronounce, you know, know, say the play in the huddle, you know, trips right, Mm -hmm. three jet all go special. You know, I would look at the certain guys that I'm speaking to, you know, the formation. Then if I, you know, if there's, um, when I call the protection, I'm looking at the offense line. If there's, you know, an audible to the play, I'm looking at the receivers that it might impact. Uh, when I'm, you know, talking about uh, a shift in emotion, I'm looking at the guys on the huddle that are shifting, that are supposed to motion. So those, that just little eye contact, right. and then when you break the huddle, it's little things. Like Deontay Johnson's a young receiver, right? So I'm sure Devlin Hodges breaks the huddle and says, hey, Deontay, don't forget you got to come back, 12, you know, uh, 18 yards. So it's just little hints and reminders that the more you play, the more you could do that um and just really taking advantage of playing the quarterback position and i think that's what kind of separates hodges and what has made this move to where we're at now is just that maybe leadership kind of in the huddle and how he can relate to to some of the other players
3: before we let you go and that was a great summary maybe i'm beginning redundant this what's the one big thing that duck hodges has to guard against coming up in the next three games
5: just not trying to do too much. I mean, I think when you get some success, it happened to me in Toledo, right? I mean, I was a three-year starter. So I, going into my senior year, I'm thinking, man, you know, I got to make bigger plays. I need to show off the arm. I need, you know, I need to show NFL players right. what I could do. So, so you know, you, you kind of get that mindset that you, you push the envelope. I think for, for Hodges, If he could just continue to realize he has a good team around him, that he doesn't have to be the savior. Now, yes, he's going to have to step up in key moments and make some key plays like that touchdown to Deontay Johnson we're talking about. Boom, fantastic, great accuracy, great footwork timing. Those are the plays that need to be done. But that's that's a play just executing your offense. He needs to just execute the offense, continue to stay humble, and be the guy that he is and, and Thomas does a great job of preaching one game at a time, one snap at a time and that that's really what the Steelers as a whole uh need to continue to focus on.
2: So Bruce, you know, uh when you were playing for uh uh for Grudes, uh I, you know, I remember Jet too, but how the the lingo and the the uh the the plays were such a mouthful. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah.
5: So I would stay up so I remember my rookie year was like training camp. We had this one play in that kept me up at night because like I said, I'm not I didn't want to get in a huddle with Joey Galloway, Mike Allsaw, and Anthony Beck and just stumble over my words. Right. Yeah. So I had to be able to visualize it when I said it. And this one play was Indy Wright ten X short. Fake ninety six power king naked left X slide. <laughs> so I would I would go over that play in the hotel room in the mirror, just continue to call it out because I didn't want to fumble over words. And that play specifically is what I talk about how you look at certain guys in the huddle. Right. right. So Indy Indy right is the formation. Okay. Then I have a little pause. It's Indy right. Everyone knows where they got to line up. Indy right pin. Ten means tailback into the backfield, so that's a shift. So Indy right ten X short X short now is a short motion by the X receiver, which was Michael Pittman, our running back at the time. It was a different type of formation. So Indy right ten <laughs> X short. So I got the the, the, the uh, formation, the shift of motion. Indy right ten X short fake ninety six power king. So the fake 96 Power King's talking to run back offensive line. You're executing 96 Power King. Fake 96 Power King, naked left, X slide. So now it's fake 96 Power King, naked left, X slide. So I know I'm faking, I'm naked and left. In the X motion that came in short motion, after the motion, a snap of the ball, boom, he slides out back of the. You know, formation. So you try to break it up in, in, in little pieces Right. make it not so confusing.
2: That is awesome. Yeah. You know, that was great. You know, when, when I was at Green Bay, uh, you know, I, I mentioned that Grootz was there, and I, I used to, whenever he used to walk by him in training camp, Michael, because we had the saying back at the theater, this is the biggest day of my life. And so I used to say that all the time. So now when I see him, he goes, this is the biggest day of my life. That is the <laughs> yeah. biggest call
3: of my life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: All right. No,
5: absolutely.
2: All right. Definitely some good time. All right. Thanks, Brucey. I appreciate awesome, you, brother. Man. Uh uh great insight. Uh, uh we'll talk to you next week.
5: Yeah, thanks, guys. Have
2: a good week. All right. Uh, Bruce Greg krawski former Steeler quarterback, and uh, drafted by the Tampa Bay Bucks. now can you remember that call? Yeah. Because in- no, all I got I is know. Indy Wright. That's it. Indy Wright right, 10. ten. Indy Wright ten. Okay, ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Indy Wright. Or it 10. could be an Indy Wright was it nine <laughs> yeah. all right we're gonna X. take a break oh yeah
0: we got yeah we got the slide yeah, yeah we
2: gotta we gotta we gotta take a break we'll be back with more stuff we're right gonna here slide to the locker room.
0: into the break this is an in the locker room podcast from snr catch tunch and wolf live weekdays from 10 to noon on your 24-hour home of the black and gold steelers nation radio In the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your twenty four seven home of the Black and Gold Steelers Nation Radio.
2: Well, we're back, Keith Wolf. I'm Tunch. here in the locker room, and uh, one of the things that I, uh, in in the tribute, trib review today, there was a good article about Joe Hayden, written by Joe Rudder. And uh, what I loved about it is the preparation. Now, you know, as a as a A guy that covers the Steelers, and Wolf and I know that Joe Hayden uh, has tremendous preparation. Uh, He's a film study junkie. Uh, You know, and that pick, that first pick, they were in cover two, and uh, he let the outside receiver go because he knew he had uh, Terrell Edmonds over the top, and he jumped the route. And uh, one of the things and I love. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. The and... one thing
3: I loved was what he said. He said, "I'm going to do this if he if that yeah. receiver goes out." Yeah. He was saying to Terrell and the yeah. other guys, yeah. "I'm going to jump it." Yeah. And yeah. I mean, that's a plan right there. That's communicating with your partner, right? So that you know that you're covered on the back end there, and then, yeah, yeah you yeah. got to roll the dice now. Yeah, that. Yeah.
2: And and you know the 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 good thing is, uh, when he go when he goes empty. Kyle Murray. Right. He's go- he's throwing everything quick. And he normally throws to the slot receiver. And in that case, it was Chase Edmonds. And he ran an outcut. And uh uh you know, we were talking about it uh last week that when he goes to four wides and five wides, it's it's always quick. It's always quick. And he, right. he loves the slot. he loves the slot receiver. And then uh we were talking about this in the broadcast that uh when you go quick rhythm. The secondary is on your rhythm, and uh, and when you're in zone, you've got your eyes on the quarterback, not on the receiver, and uh, uh, he he sniffed it out, and he, he made a great. Uh, He jumped the route, and uh, it was a pick. It was great. It was really tremendous.
3: And like you said, that was a result of a lot of film study, which Joe started uh, a fashion of doing that every Thursday with the other guys. And I like how the fact they they brought food in on it.
2: Yeah, that's right. And then Cam Hayward's trying to go in there and and snark some food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they're watching. uh, We used to do that. Uh, oh, absolutely. That was the Fridays. pepperoni dogs, pepperoni rolls rolls. Right. Yeah. yeah. I thought they were called pepperoni dogs. No rolls. Pepperoni it depends rolls. Depends on what part of the Emo country you're Boris, from. Emo Boris. Emo Boris. Yes. They were sensational. Uh, he, he was, he, he was our was connection. Fr- he was our connection. And then, uh, we took turns each time paying for it. Absolutely. Uh, and we had, uh, I forget where, wh- what restaurant that came from, but we also had pizza, uh, and I think it was on uh, was it, it was on Friday. Uh, yeah, it was on Friday. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but uh,
3: that was kind of a tradition that was started. Remember when we were rookies and Iron Mike used to come in
2: with the fish sandwich. Yeah, fish sandwich man, fish sandwich. Yes, exactly. Yeah, the, the, and the
3: then Franco yeah. used
2: to bring in chili. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Franco used,
3: bring, yeah. Uh, no, Fra- no, Franco
2: used to bring because pasta. Franco used to brought bring in. Uh, no, it was uh, uh, someone brought pasta in for Franco. Uh, oh, it was uh, somehow I got uh, chili yeah,
3: in yeah. there. There was chili. also. It, it was also. the guy
2: that the guy from the Marines. He said, "Hooray for me!" And yes, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah semper, semper uh, yeah, fi. Yeah, yeah, semper fi. But the point
3: being yeah. is. The breaking of the bread together was was that fun. was great. You know, yeah. what I mean, it was, yeah, yeah. and it leads to, you know, there's just a a um, communal thing that you you just felt part of
2: the team and it and, just brought you in. And eating and watching film, Is you fun. don't fall asleep. Yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're just it's eating. Just and good and, fun. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good fun. Uh, and uh, you know, that first pick was covered too. Uh, he's got the quarterback's eyes, and uh, he jumped the route. And and you know what? It, it's funny. There is a competition for takeaways oh, on yeah. this team. And no question. Uh, uh you know uh, it's it's fun to watch. It's 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 really fun well, to watch. I think there's
3: healthy competition for takeaways for right. turnovers for sacks. Right. You know for yeah. quarterback hits yeah, all those sorts of things.
2: 47 sacks, 18 picks, 15 is it forty-seven
3: or forty-eight. Now I heard there were four sacks, and then in, in the, right here they yeah. got
2: in one part it's listed four, yeah. well, and another
3: part it's listed five. Well,
2: in in their stat sheet it's listed as forty-seven sacks. Well, it's crazy because I can't understand why it's four in one part of this, and then five in another. Uh, so well, regardless, no, there, there are four sacks that they had. Well, the 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 one the the one tackle for loss that Bud Dupree made. It, it 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 was an option now so the, big because it was behind the line of scrimmage and it was a quarterback you could count that as a sack but nobody gets it. But, yeah, but he, but, but, but Dupree would have got it because he You made would the tackle. Think
3: because right here, I I can show you right and there's in the official book from the game, they got Kyler Murray and they got him sacked five times. But the Steelers
2: have four sacks. I know, in that's the game. crazy. Yeah, I don't uh, b- get that. So, but, uh, uh. For the sake of journalistic integrity, you know, we need to wrangle this out. You know, we, we gotta, we gotta go, uh, uh, to, uh, this, the NFL stat line, um, And if if that is a sack awarded to Bud Dupree, he's got ten and a half.
3: Well, he's only got nine and a half officially in the paper. Yeah. So, hey, Bud, you got to file a protest. Yeah,
2: that's right. 9 somebody... and a half, ten, but, but ten and a half, that's 20. That would be something. You know, I always say theres you got to have 20, 20 sacks 25. by the end, 20 to 25 sacks. Right. But, and we're we're well on we're our right way. We're right there. Yeah. Should be. All right. Uh, protest, w- Bud. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, on we're going De- no, On behalf
3: of Bud De- no, we're going to— On behalf of Bud Debris we're protesting. Uh, we right. want to appeal to the commission. Uh, okay, we're— Oh, we're, that's uh, right. They didn't
2: We're we're, going to open the phone lines after this. It's 412-919-1316. He's Wolf, I'm Tunch, and you are in the locker room.
0: This is an In the Locker Room podcast from SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, Steelers Nation Radio.
2: <laughs> I haven't heard this a uh, while you know come on get your get some swag fever. on baby. Yeah, yeah you, you gotta you gotta uh, take the take the gun out of your left holster and point it up at the ground. <laughs> point it up this cry. <laughs> All right. Staying alive, staying alive. Uh, uh, that's what we're doing here today. That's it. And the Steelers are still alive they are in indeed. the playoff. On. Great, get, uh, Greg. Uh, you Great know, minds think alike. That's right. Uh, Greg looks terrified yeah, right so, this moment. <laughs> like, so, you know, one of the things uh, uh, Tom, Mike Tomlin has created a great competition for takeaways, Uh, you know, and he completely prepares his team for every game. Uh, so it's uh, it's been fun to watch. It's 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 uh it's been great to watch. All right, it's four one two nine one nine one three one six. Let's go to Cr in Chicago. Cr, hey. welcome to the locker room.
7: Hey, what's going on, you two old folks? You're here
2: off you to the nation of Chicago. So you so this morning, man? A, a lady at, uh, the, uh, 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 in Phoenix took exception with you calling us old fogies. Remember that? Oh, that's right. Yeah. You're in hot water, buddy. She goes, you're not old fogies.
7: Well, well, you know what? Uh, uh, senior, uh, senior experience, uh, gentleman. How's that?
2: Yeah, yeah, that, there you go. Uh, Seasoned uh, veterans. Yeah, see, oh, 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 <laughs> okay, or okay,
3: OGS. But,
7: old uh, guys. OGs, oh,
3: okay. Old gentlemen. Yeah, you know what's funny, <laughs> CR, is the guys down on you know down on side, They refer to us as the OGS, the old guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
7: the old guys. Okay, but you know what? Compared to, uh, to to these youngsters that come up behind you, man. You know, I, I kind of like that. It's 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 a uh, it's, it's a lovable uh, saying, and besides, it makes you guys unique because nobody else came up with anything other than me. Yeah, yeah hi, that's right.
2: Go. Yeah, old fogies. Yeah. I, I I don't mind it, but I, I wanted some – Just had uh, some, to know. Yeah, yeah, some lady at uh, – uh, what, what was that place we would go? Carol's uh, Cave Car- Creek. Uh, Cave Creek. Yeah. Uh, there were 3,500 Steeler fans there. It was and, crazy. And, uh, uh, and so this one lady said, tell CR you guys are an old fogie. <laughs> You're not old fogies. <laughs>
7: well, you know, I'm a- – I'm I'm the senior old fogey of the group, so oh. I kind of I kind like that. It's an endearment, you right? Know, well, see,
3: guess, then you can now you can yeah. ex, you explain that very well, yeah, man. Uh, yeah.
7: Well, it's true because you know, hey, when I was your age, <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
7: I love to say that. It's so much when fun. I was your age. But, um, yeah. Hey, guys, it's just it's so much we can talk about, man. This, t- this team is just uh, what they're doing right now is outstanding Right, uh, bits and pieces. I mean, you got guys, like I said, walk guys walking down the street and somebody say, hey, we need a wide receiver. Can you catch the ball? Well, yeah, I think I can. You know, so uh, it's just awesome. The, the excitement, the 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 not knowing that everybody on the edge of their seats at every game because you don't really know. What's going on? You just got anticipation and excitement, and you and you you just thinking that something good is going to happen, and it does. And then the other thing, real quick, is that when you look at when you when you sit down, cause I, I replay uh, the the games. When you sit down and you play that stuff back in slow motion, and you look in the audience and at all these stadiums, man, you see so many people in black and gold. It is.
4: It was, it was impressive, man.
7: You, yeah. right? It is, and and no other team. Travels like like we do, and that's because you know we're all the, we're not a, we're not a city, we're not a country, we're a nation. You know, we're worldwide. So that's that's totally awesome. Right. Um, did you did they city. ever get a
3: shot of the crowd holding their towels still and just holding oh, yeah. it up over their head? Oh, yeah. I thought yeah. that was so cool.
7: Yeah. It's, it's, and th- and then when, when 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 somebody does, here's where you really look at it. When a player is making a play, like on the run back or, or whatever. Uh, and they and they pan out because they got to get a big shot or the ball, you know, curving in the air. That's when you can see all the black and gold in the stands,
4: man. Mm-hmm.
7: And uh, it's just it's crazy. But uh, let, let's go with some game balls, okay? I've got I've got a whole bunch of game balls, but I'm only gonna give away four. My first game ball is definitely has to go to Tom, uh, to Coach Tomlin and the entire staff right. for putting packages together that allows these people, these young people, to get the best out of them so that they can perform the way they're performing. That's my first game ball. My second game ball has to go on, on offense, has to go to the duck, because as, uh, as Bruce was saying a little while ago, and I really appreciate his comments, you don't have to think that you can win the whole thing. Just do what you do, get the team together, all three phases and say, hey, look, guys, I'm going to do my part, but I need you guys to support me doing your part. And that seems to be what everybody's doing. So I'm going to give Duck uh, 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 a ball for uh, for his uh, being calm, cool, and just doing what's necessary right. and not trying to overdo it. On uh, on offense, oh, that's who I got our offense. On defense, I've got to give uh, Hayden a uh, ball because he had those two interceptions. Right. A lot of people did a lot of stuff, but I'm going to go with him on defense. On special teams, hey, I gotta go with Johnson, man. That boy, he came through big time. Oh so, man! So, what are your comments on those game balls?
2: You know, when when uh, uh, they're they're right on uh, CR, but you know, Deontay Johnson. You know, I've been waiting for him to break one. And I keep saying every time he gets the ball, I hold my breath because uh, I'm expecting a big play. You know, I'm expecting a big play. And so, uh, uh, you know, the this week... That uh, bubble screen where he reverses the field—that was phenomenal. Yeah. Oh man, that was awesome. And, and then, and then the punt return for a touchdown uh, was great. And uh, so we're, you know, we're excited about. I mean, he's a big play guy, and uh, uh, and when he, he started coming back towards me on the sidelines, I kept
3: my mind. <laughs> I'm going, no, 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 no. no. Oh, great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was really uh, that was all instinct and that was just being able to you know make the breaks that you need you know read right. the, read the traffic out there i i just thought that was outstanding because and, and, and the fact that uh you know that he that he made me panic a little was like uh, that was cool I, th- it was a yeah. little bit of a rush yeah <laughs> watching that
7: i i appreciate the coach too for uh but settling things out so remind me of Kyle when uh, when when they won that that one year and he, they took everything off the board. It's just the next game up. That's all we got to be concerned about. Right. Try to get you know think about all this other stuff. I think we got pretty good chances. I had already picked a a, a, a ten a ten and ten and six. But if we can go on, uh, yeah, ten and, ten and six. If we can go ten and six, that'll work. But hey, uh, who knows what's gonna go what's going to happen in that final game, depending on what the standing's in and all that kind of stuff. But we won't even get into this. So, hey, guys, I'm going to back out because I got so many other guys that, that want to get in. And I appreciate all the guys that call in. I mean, Bishop and, and uh, Sarcastic Sword and and all the guys. Man, without without those guys, the show would not be as exciting as it nah. is. Because when these guys come in, they know a little bit about what they're talking about. And it's very, very interesting. So,
2: Amen. Uh, Amen to that. <laughs> Yes, indeed.
7: In the meantime, and in between time, here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Way
2: to stick the landing, C.R. All right, uh, uh, (laughs) C.R. All right, uh, 412-919-1316. Let's go to Doug in Georgia. Uh, Doug, welcome to the locker room. Doug, are you there? Doug is not there. All right, let's go to Juan in Charleston. Juan, welcome to the locker room.
8: Hey good morning buddies. How y'all doing this morning? Doing we're, good, brother. How we're, you?
2: We're doing great, brother. How about yourself?
8: I'm doing good, can't complain. Alright, let's get to the um game. I'm with the I got a I got a couple of games balls to give out. So on offense I'm going with the Duckster.
4: Uh-huh.
8: And Beyonce and Beyonce so On defense. I'm going with Jumpman Joe and Vince Williams. And the next game ball going to special team, of course, because everybody's been blasting this guy all season now about why Ryan took it back there returning punts. So, and we finally got one with Deontay Johnson.
2: Yeah. And you know what? Uh, um, we, we've been waiting for that. And uh, remember early in the season, Deontay wasn't returning punts. Uh, Ryan Switzer was. And, uh, uh, yeah. you know, uh the uh you know, Deontay uh had a great career returning punts at Toledo. Right. Uh and so uh, you know they think he, he was twice yeah, Mac special teams yeah. player of the year. And and you know what he um but you know, he's gotta give the coaching staff confidence in him that he's gonna feel the punch, right? And so he started doing that slowly but surely. And now uh with that big uh return, man, that was uh that was very exciting. And now you you're you've got a uh, you are waiting for another one.
8: Yeah. And also, um so watching a game on time, they were showing like uh Colin Murray and Doc um, like how these, like they from and where they were drafted. So you know, Colin Murray was the number one draft pick, Doc was undrafted. They showed the school where they were from and then before they finally it.
2: Colin Murray's signing bonus is twenty three and a half million and duck signing bonus only a thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yeah, that's right. That uh, I, I didn't know uh uh duck's uh, uh signing bonus was a thousand bucks. Yeah. It's like us our time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And also uh,
8: with this Buffalo game, I'm thinking. I think if we if we do the right thing, I think we can beat these guys, man. Because I was watching the game against Baltimore also before our game, and if we can stop Josh Allen, I think we got these guys. What you guys think?
3: Yeah, well, uh, Josh Allen's going to be a tough uh, nut to crack, but he's also capable of uh, you know some subpar performances, as the uh, the season has already shown. Um, but it's going to be – it's Buffalo's defense is what's really the star there. Right, Buffalo's yeah. defense is good. Yeah, are like third overall in the uh, league.
2: It, you know, it, it's going to be interesting. Um, uh, one, I, I, I think we could take them. I think we could take them. Especially no we're at home. Uh, I, I like the I fact that, that we're at the, home.
8: That's a, yeah, that's the thing I was saying. I said we had Heinz Field, so you know how the crowd goes at Heinz Field on a prime time game, so that's the favorite I like right there. And we got a Buffalo bar here in South in Charleston, so I will be with my terrible towels with those guys.
2: So hopefully he can pull it out. <laughs> All right. All right, let's hope he does it. All right. Well, thanks for the call, Juan. All
8: right. Thank
2: you, my brother. Thank one. you, bro. All right. Talk to you. Uh, 412-919-1316. Let's go to Ed in uh, Cleveland. Uh, Ed, welcome to the locker room.
9: Hey, guys. How are you? Good. Uh, I guess it's time. Uh, I guess it's good, uh, good victory morning Tuesday instead of Monday, right?
2: Right, right. Yeah, because we weren't on yesterday.
9: Yeah, I know I missed you guys, man. I think from now on, you guys are gonna have to just stay back and uh, do a show because you guys are hard on us, man. Let's do the This you guys. You know, I mean, we don't get me wrong. We love Wes and uh, too. The right, they're great, but they are great. Uh, anyway, just uh, this, this morning, I want to give out some game balls. Number one, I want to give Game Ball to that crowd, man. I can't believe that crowd. That's it's like I thought we were in Pittsburgh. For right. Year, so I looked at so I look at the floor and I think we're 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 in Pittsburgh. And then and then the other uh, the Game Ball I'd really like to give up. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I don't remember if it was last week or two weeks ago. Deontay had had really a poor game. Maybe it was against the Browns. He had a few drops, but then he made a catch at the end of that game. yesterday. Or, he, he played out out of this world i thought he had a great game
3: i, I thought he picked himself up huge there and uh yeah i forgot my baby too and uh <laughs> hey, and uh Ed, Ed, try yeah. to be consistent with your phone or something because yeah, you talk, go in and out yeah
2: yeah talk into the I'm, uh to the mouthpiece yes.
9: yeah i'm sorry i mean i'm out of bluetooth that's that's probably why oh good okay. i apologize uh-huh. um all right and then just uh real quick i, I just i was just wondering uh you know, if, if Mason. I was thinking. I I got thinking about Mason. I Can he ever recover? Can he recover from yes, he can. Media that's yeah, going
2: on. Yeah, you yeah. know what? Uh, uh, you know, uh, this season maybe not. Uh, but uh, next year he's going to come into camp hungry. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah and th-
9: one other thing real quick, guys. I was looking at like the Pro Bowls, you know? And I think on this defense, I, I think the defense could easily have five Pro Bowlers in Cam, Bud, TJ, Joe, and Mika. I think all those guys could easily make
2: the Pro Bowls. And Devin, too. And Devin, uh, I heard he was the leading vote-getter. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, one of the leading yeah, vote-getters I, I at mean, I mean, linebacker. Was, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'd to see
9: him get there as a rookie, too. That would be awesome. Yeah. And then one last thing. Wolf, I, did you get to see your brother out there in the desert?
3: I did indeed. We spent uh, Saturday night That's hanging awesome. out at his place. I'm telling you, I was very grateful for that time. Don't get to see him all you that know, much.
9: I, I remember when he played here in Cleveland. Yeah. I used to get when, when he played here in Cleveland. I used to get him and you mixed up. I used to think like, how are they both? You know, how's one here and one there? And, <laughs> you know, like I did, because I was a kid at the time when you guys played, and I'm just thinking to myself, man. I, but I used to love Ronnie, man. He yes. was a great, such a team player. I, I loved the way he played. I loved when he played with the Cardinals. I just thought, you know, he was a great player. Good to see you guys get family time, and you know, we'll talk to you guys again uh, next week if we get a chance. Thank you so much, one brother. Other, I, one, other, one other thing, I do respect uh, what Cr says now too when he says that Steeler Nation, in Chicago. Well, we're going Steelers to Nation
2: Cleveland here too. Signing off, guys. Have a good one. Thank you, brother. All right, thanks, Ed. <laughs> I right. like that. Uh, all right, we're going to take a break. I and- like that.
3: Steelers Nation, Chicago. Steelers Nation. Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. It's like uh, they just check in from.
2: Is is there really a Steeler Nation in Cleveland? I believe so. Do you think? We just talked to Ed. Yeah, yeah, but Ed is part of the Steeler Nation. Okay. Maybe it's a little uh, bit smaller. It's smaller than Chicago. Yeah. You know, in Chicago, um, uh, the. Lazinga's uh uh what, what was They're the... in Minnesota. Yeah 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 but but she but uh the Nancy. daughter uh Britta. Ne- Britta. Britta. Britta went to Chicago. She told That's right. and she said that there cuz she was dancing for the Joffrey Ballet. right. She was. But she said that she went to a bar that sold street lights or that sold seat licenses uh uh yeah. a steeler bar. Yeah, yeah, exactly yeah, so. Yeah. You find that happening over and right. over. Yeah, yeah. All That's right. something we got to talk to Wex about because he, he did that on the road. Right, right. All right, we're going to take a break, and we'll return with more of your calls. He's Wolf, I'm Tunch, and you are in the locker room.
0: This is an In the Locker Room podcast from SNR. Catch Tunch and Wolf live weekdays from 10 to noon on your 24-hour home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio.
2: Are you superstitious? No. Uh, Me neither. No. Me neither. Uh, So, but, but you always say I jinxed them. I know, because it's fun. Yeah, okay. All right. all right. I like to blast you about that. Yeah, that's right. All right. Uh, you jinxed them. You jinxed them. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Uh, let's go to the phones. It's 412-919-1316. Let's go to uh, Karen in Long Beach. Karen, welcome to the locker room.
10: Well, good morning, guys. I haven't talked to you for a while.
2: Good morning, Miss Karen. How are you?
10: I'm absolutely wonderful. The weather is here is, is here is about 70 degrees today. i uh, heard it's 32 in Pittsburgh. Boy, do I remember those days. Yeah. <laughs> I left there, it's great. I, I left there when I was nine, but I can remember the snow and the rain. Now, when people say in California it rains, I said, this is not rain. I said, in, in Pittsburgh it rains in buckets. You better get out of the way. Right. It's going to drown you. Yes. So, anyway, i got to. I'm really irritated this morning, okay? Uh-oh. Remember when I, first of all, I'm Italian. You guys got to worry about, it and I have to watch my mouth. But I'm really irritated with C.R. Uh-oh. Now, he keeps calling you guys old fogies. He's the old fogie. Remember <laughs> when I called in and I said you guys were young studs? <laughs> I well, want to hear him say, your young studs, mark it down, CR, mark it down, <laughs> because that's what I want to hear. That's what these guys are. They're good-looking. They're young men still. You know, they've got a long way to go. Yeah. You know,
3: they, bless your heart, you heart on, but yeah, I think – You need laser technology for your
10: eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, come on. I see you guys on TV all the time. Bless your heart.
3: You're so Okay,
10: I want to say about the game ball. Uh The game ball to me is every single Steelers player who helped us win this game. I love Duck. Honestly, I love Duck. Now, remember I told you guys that the Patriots were going to win, and they won that time?
4: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
10: I'm telling you. We're going to beat Buffalo on Sunday. I just Ooh. All I right. Mean, we're going to beat Buffalo. How also certain have- are How
3: how how do you know this, Karen? Is this sort of intuition? Is this Understanding I, of the stats and putting it together with I intuition. I know nothing how. about
10: the stats. I know nothing about the stats. Uh, people have told me I'm psychic before. One of my friends won fifty thousand dollars on the lotto one time, and the next time I saw him, I said, "You're going to win some more money." The next time I saw him, he said, "I want another 50000 How did you know? I said, "I don't know. The words just came out of my mouth." So that's the only way I know. But I have one. Well, I have a couple words for Steeler Nation. Okay. All right. We got two weeks. We got two weeks to go till Christmas. There's a lot of people that are hurting out there. I mm. mean, really, really hurting. A kind, you don't have to give people money. A kind word, a smile, you know, it goes a long way. The Lord will bless you for it. Amen. Okay? Excellent. Amen. Yes. Yeah. That's okay, guys, word. that's it.
3: All right. Thank you,
4: Miss Karen. I, I I'm appreciate gonna, that.
10: I'm I'm going to be listening to CR tomorrow. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And Friday I get my analysis of the game. They said Josh Allen was missing a lot of passes, but I'll get the true uh, skinny from you guys on Friday about Josh Allen. Yeah.
2: yeah. Sounds good. Okay. Uh, Thank you so much, dear. God bless. All right. God bless you, sweetie. 412-919-1316. Let's go to Mo in Virginia. Uh, Welcome to the locker room, Mo.
11: Hey, guys. I don't know if there is a Stiller Nation, Virginia, but if there is, count me in. Uh, (laughs) I like it. Everyone is calling in with that. Um, I don't call often, but uh, I do listen to you guys on a daily basis. Um, Thank you. Enjoy your show. And uh, (laughs) I just – me being from kind of closer part of where Heath Miller is from, um or his hometown is. I'm just a little bit worried about tied in situation and with uh Vance getting hurt. Yeah. What is your point of view on that?
2: You well, know, I saw v- I, I saw Vance in the uh, um uh in the cafeteria yesterday and he didn't look any worse for the no, wear. No, he
3: as a matter of fact, uh, we got off the plane Sunday night yeah. or Monday morning yeah. and uh was walking by with him. He seemed to be just fine. Right. And you saw him in the cafeteria the next day. So I, you know, you look at this, and you have to see. You got to go through the steps, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, but when I saw him first with hands on to the hips and on his knees, I was a little worried, you know, because yeah. he looked a little bit groggyfied.
2: But you know, uh, uh, I got being in, during yeah, the game. I yeah. Say. You know, you know, Mo, uh, the the concussion protocol is really strict today. So I am a little concerned uh, whether he's going to be able to play or not uh, uh, in – uh, on Sunday, but, um, you know, we'll, we'll, wait and see, uh, Mo, I, I, I just, uh, and I, I'm a big Nick Vanette fan, uh, and, uh, uh, you know, uh, it's, uh, it, it's going to be interesting.
3: And I got to admit, I was,
2: I was all excited for BJ Finney lining up as a Yeah, title. that's right. And <laughs> the two point, you know what BJ Finney and, right. and Zach Banner, you know, you, you've got two, blo- two wow, blockers. There. That's a lot yeah, of poundage yeah, there, yeah, man. Yeah.
11: Hey Wolf uh, I really enjoy your show with uh Edmonds you do every Tuesday. Oh thank you. Um I every, uh, I listen to that He's and a fine young man.
2: And, uh, He's a good guy.
11: Missy Missy and um uh, you know the the work you do after day day after um every game day that stuff is amazing. So keep up the great work. If I don't call in um before new year's happy new year's and uh have a great uh great one hopefully Steelers go uh make some uh you know beat the bills and then i want i want to see them make uh push in playoffs
3: yeah beautiful thanks for the call mo thank you mo old mo we got mo going mo going. yeah but you know, that's steelers nation virginia he, he sounded in. young he didn't oh, yeah. sound old no so why, no why no, no old say mo. Old? you know like like momentum Oh, yeah. You know, you got Olmo roll, rolling for you. Yeah. But that yeah. was Steelers Nation, Virginia. So that's right. pretty cool. We All have right. Steelers Nation, Cleveland, uh, Chicago, and Virginia
2: checking All right. in. All right. Let's go to Doug. Uh, welcome to the locker room, Doug. We lost you last time.
1: Yeah. I'm working out on the farm. Sorry. I pressed the mute button by accident. No. a <laughs> <But> I- <laughs> boy. <Attaboy. laughs> yeah. Um, hey, I just want to. You make my day great every day because I listen to you guys every day. Oh, thank you. But, well, thanks, um, Doug. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to, uh, you know, my buddy uh, from Johnstown, uh, uh, Steve, you know, we didn't panic at all. I just knew we had a different team uh, from last year. And it, and it opened up with those shirts saying, stop the noise. You know, and I knew right. we just had a different different attitude you know, I did military for a long time. Thank you for and, your service, brother. Uh, Thank you for your uh, service, Doug. My pleasure. And you, you teamwork is just so important uh, when you just go out in the middle of nowhere, and uh, you just need support from other people from all around the United States. You don't even know them, and you just—it's just amazing uh, what you can accomplish when everybody just takes care of each other. And that's mm-hmm. what I see. And real short, you know, I liked uh, Pouncey, how he uh, stood up for uh, Randolph. You know, he's backing his player. And yeah. then uh, Joe Hayden on this last game, that's my game ball yeah. for him. Uh, he said, uh, hey, I'm going to go for this interception. Hey, back me up. Yes. You know, that's just That's just awesome. Yeah. So, I really uh, believe that. And then, Tunch, I just want to say thank you. I went to the Baltimore game last year, and I was in the stands, and I just asked you about how Jack Lambert did, and you just spent a minute talking to me, and I just – that was outstanding.
2: Oh Well, thanks, Doug. And, uh, uh, good to talk to you, bro.
1: Yeah. At one one name drop since you talked to Krakowski, <laughs> Bruce, was uh, – Bruce Springsteen uh, bought me a beer one no time. No really? I, uh, yeah. Where were you? Yeah, and okay, I Doug, was, you're, uh, sounding,
2: you're sounding you're like Wolf.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's all uh, right. Wolf. Yeah, Wolf. Well, hey, you know, I didn't meet Dan Marino, you know. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, <laughs> but uh, I was coming back from a deployment, and uh, my parents were still asleep. You know, I was like 21 years old. And I heard Southside Johnny was playing in a little bar in Ridgewood, New Jersey.
4: Uh-huh.
1: And uh, I used to see him in Asbury Park, you know, it was a big band. And Bruce, you know, that was uh, Bruce's good friend. So yeah. I was just watching the band, and he came in and sang it. three songs, and he saw me in my uniform. And he's like, wow. hey, uh, here, I'll buy you a drink. What are uh, you drinking? Wow, that was that's cool. Great. <laughs> that is really cool. You know, I you saw
2: know? I, I saw Southside Johnny and the Asbury Jukes yeah. uh, in Chicago. Oh, awesome. In Chicago yeah. at one of the Super Bowls of rock. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, they're oh, great. Man, Do, you remember. It. Go yeah. ahead and
1: name drop, brother. Let yeah. it fly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I got so many name drops. So you will remember me, Famous Doug. <laughs> Famous Doug, <laughs> the Famous name dropper. Doug, yeah. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, love you guys and uh, peace to you. All oh, right, God bless thanks. you, brother.
2: Thank you for the call. <laughs> God bless. Uh, he sounded just like you.
3: <laughs> that's all right, me <laughs> but, and Doug but, but, we're you know, but, but to
2: get a beer from uh Bruce, Bruce Springsteen, oh, that is big. That is impressive. That is big. Uh uh, you know. Uh i so anyways, uh what, let's go to Greg in uh, Clearfield County. I'm sorry, I, it, it was uh, it was Greg. Sorry. He needs binoculars Greg, Greg, to read the screen. <laughs> well, you know what? Hey, you wait till your eyes go <laughs> bad because you're you're right next to me. I know uh, I'm, I'm right behind you're right you. Behind you. All right, how are you doing, Greg?
6: Oh, I'm doing all right. Hey, let's first, well, first thing I wanted to say is, uh, you know, Tunch and I we uh, we used to share a friend there. Uh, had the opportunity to meet
2: you at the funeral for uh, Dave phone Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Buff was a, was a, you yeah. know he used to come to the athletes in action camp uh, yeah, when uh, when we were when we were doing the camp and then uh, you know he moved to Dormont and uh, we spent a lot of time together and then uh, you know when uh, he asked me to come up uh, uh, to Treasure Lake uh, to speak at uh, Treasure Lake Church. Um, and then I, you know, I started going up there, uh, a few times, uh, because, uh, you know, Cl- Cliff's a buddy too. And he, he, uh, so yeah, uh, it's, uh, uh it was a great guy. We yeah, miss
6: him. We missed. Duggan. Oh yeah. He was, he was super. In fact, you know, the, uh, the, the year that he was, you know, he had that accident, uh, you know, him and I had planned on coming down to training camp that year for the first mm. time together. You know, we both, both seemed to go to training camp quite a bit, you know, and we got to talk and we were going to plans to go and. Well, honestly I haven't been down there since then but uh yeah I just remember he always dropped you guys names there. Uh, he was always <laughs> saying my buddy Tunch my buddy Tunch.
2: <laughs> there you go. Well yeah, you yeah, know we bad. did become buddies. Uh, yeah. uh you know when he when he was in the hospital you know we, we you know we just I just uh go visit him. Yeah. We knew him when he was a teenager, yeah. you know.
6: Just a shame how that went down you know but it, yeah. it with everything but I will tell you you know the more I watch the Steelers this year the more I think of old Dave there. I could, I could see him sporting that 90 Jersey. I could see him sporting that 97, jersey. you know, he was a big defense guy. Right. Uh, and, uh, man, I'll tell you, I'm not, I'm not too concerned with this team right now, the way they're playing. I think they can hang with anyone. Uh, in fact, I'd like to see the Patriots in the playoffs.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
6: I mean, Especially,
2: I, I, I would especially too. the
6: way they're going right now, you know, and, and I'm not worried about the Baltimore Ravens because, you know, sure it was, you know, a couple months ago we played them, but we held, we held Lamar Jackson in check for quite a bit. Yeah. How about game, Lamar man?
3: Jackson having a quad injury too? I wonder how oh, that's going to turn out. Yeah, I got a little bit of yeah. a quad injury going there.
6: I mean, I'll tell you, when Ben went down, I was, I was oh, woe is me. Right, <laughs> <You know>? right. <laughs> how ben
3: easy ben it can happen, man.
6: Oh. I was like, oh, man, we're in trouble. But now watching these guys just, just I mean, they're just rallying behind the you know, behind everyone behind Mike Tomlin. Tomlin has probably done the best job this year. I swear of, of his entire career, Yeah, just getting this team where the point that, that they're at right now, Yeah, there's, there's no question. He's the coach of the year in my book for yeah.
2: sure. Amen to that. I, I agree with yeah. you. I agree with you, Greg,
6: you know, and like I said, I, I would, I'm just praying that we get to see Tom Brady and those Patriots in the playoffs because yeah. I know we can take them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, you know, how much fun would that be to watch duck beat, uh, Tom Brady. Oh, that
2: you. would be fun. <laughs> yeah.
6: Right there, right there in Foxborough. <laughs> yeah. All right, buddy. Th- thanks for the call, Greg. All right. Thanks guys. You guys have a great day. Appreciate you. You, you brother. have a
2: great day. Appreciate you, bro. Uh, all right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to close out the show. Uh, he's Wolf. I'm touch. And you are in the locker room. This
0: is an in the locker room podcast from SNR Steelers nation radio. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24 7 home of the Black and Gold Steelers
2: Nation Radio. Well, we're back. He's uh, Wolf on Touch here in the locker room. A little journey action yeah. going on here. Uh let's go. Let's go to Bishop in Greensboro. Bishop, welcome to the locker room, brother. How you doing? Hello, Bishop. Bishop, you there?
3: Going. Hey, you there, guy? There yeah. you are, yeah.
5: Uh-oh. It's silly, silly, uh oh. These silly smartphones every time I put my face up against it, it hits the
8: mute button. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what I want to do you, are, wide,
3: are you wide are you wide faced like me <laughs> uh, but That's one of the things I, I, I hang up all the time yeah, and hit I, buttons cuz on account I got a big face Yeah big faces <laughs> Yeah hit
2: that
5: maybe, maybe it's my maybe it's my smile when I my, my <laughs> teeth, when yeah, I get a smile when I get a chance to talk to I get a smile when I get a chance to talk to you guys All uh, right So um, First of all I Miss own Mystery uh, on Victory Monday uh, yeah. so, so, I want to catch up with, on a couple of things. And Excuse me if I sound a little funny. I just left the dentist not too long ago, so my mouth is half. <laughs> <laughs> Did
2: you get any tooth pulled or anything like that? What'd you have done? Had, well, they had,
5: uh, he wanted, to, it, was, uh, um, it was a maintenance, I guess, more than anything. Oh, he okay. To fix a little filling and all that kind of crap. You know, he, he just tried to get some money out of me. He, and he won, he got the money out of me. So,
4: yeah. there you uh, go. <laughs>
5: But uh, one thing is, uh, everybody was talking about game balls, and I would sit kind of in the same category, uh, given the same uh, game balls that everybody else would. So I kind of want to skip that. Uh, one of the things I want to talk about watching that Eagles game last night, can, do you think the NFL should do something? You cannot get in the playoffs if you don't have a running record.
2: Uh, do you remember Seattle got in with a seven, uh, with a seven and nine record, yeah. and then they beat New Orleans yeah. in the wild card round? Yeah. Uh, you yeah, know yeah. what, Bi- uh, uh, Bishop? Um, I don't. It doesn't bother me if uh, a sub. It's like gonna, you win your division. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you win the division, there's got to be some
3: reason to win yeah, your division. Yeah, yeah. you know. Uh, uh,
2: but I'm yeah, not. I, 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 you. You got to go with the division winner
5: yeah I understand, but it just stinks to sit there and watch uh someone yep. who's uh ten and six or maybe eleven to five because they and they get penalized for being in a a really uh good uh good uh, division, and a team who's uh 7 and nine gets in over a team that's you know maybe possibly five and eleven and five six and ten I mean ten and six you know for me it just sucks a little bit, yeah, it does
3: you know, but that the thing about yeah. it is not you know and all sports are not fair. You know what I mean? It is what it is, and you got to deal with that. Yeah,
5: that's true. The fair, uh, fair is a place where they judge p- pigs. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like but, that. Uh, uh, one of the things I, uh, I want to talk about is uh, still the sense of replay. And if you have I – w- I wish they could do this. If you have two challenges, that's all you get, two challenges – but since they're your challenges, you can challenge whatever you want. If it's a they call a face mask, and, it's, and you don't think it was, challenge it. If it's not, you lose it. If, you, if they say the guy was offside, false start like the uh, uh, false start they did on Duck where they said uh, uh, he was still, he was a statue, but I guess the wind blew and shook the statue a little bit, yeah. and they called a false start. So, if they're your challenges, you should be able to use them however you want to. But, you know, it is what it is. That's just my opinion. You
2: know what, uh, Bishop? I, I hate instant replay. I I just think it it should be thrown away. Uh, well, I, I – I, I hate it. I
5: would I would support you on that, but as we can see how bad the officiating has gotten over a few years and maybe uh instant replay has 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 created that, that that may be possible. Um, because how many guys um uh, veteran referees left the game um based on all these uh controversial calls and they're possibly scared to make a call what they think may be a call, and
4: there's truth of in the that
5: rating system. So yeah, maybe uh, you know maybe that's
2: maybe that's been the downfall. It's created of uh, officiating
3: in a different way. Number one, people are a lot slower to blow the whistle,
2: right? And and they're yeah. and they're you know because Big Brother is watching, you know the NFL. Uh, I think they're afraid to miss calls, especially on head hits, uh, because that is uh, you know the the Uh, defenseless player, the head hits are so, um, are in uh, the presence. But it was funny because when Jalen Samuels got his helmet knocked off, I was surprised they didn't make a call.
5: Well, I'm surprised his, helmet, his head didn't didn't go with the helmet. Where he got <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, you're right. Um, now I said I'm going to talk about game balls, but I got to get one, and that, and that will be Deontay Johnson. Right. Uh, yesterday, I was talking to the guys because y'all were not there, and one of the things that that I found I, I kind of giggle about is that Pittsburgh traded 84 to Oakland. Yeah, we picked up a third round pick from Oakland. We used that third round pick to get deontay johnson
4: yeah and when you
5: watch that young man on the field and yesterday they told me it wasn't fair to compare them i'm not trying to say that he is going to be he is another antonio brown but he has a lot of the same skill sets and if he puts in the work that uh, i said his name crap 84 put in <laughs> uh then he can um uh, then i really believe that he can Get his game up to that level, yeah. and uh, with Juju coming back, and this is the thing I really want to ask you: with Juju coming back, do you think they will put Johnson and Washington on the outside and bring in and put Juju in the middle where yeah. he really excels?
2: Yeah, but you know, uh, uh, the, the, you know, one of the things that the three when when the Steelers go to three receiver sets, um, they're all interchangeable parts. They can all right. play slot. They can all play outside. Um, and, and it's
3: good that it's that yeah,
2: way. Yeah, that's right because uh, uh you know the, you you've got everybody on the same page. Now, um how how healthy is Juju? That we're going to find out from yeah. uh, uh, Mike Tomlin's press conference and uh, that's coming up uh at noon. Um yes. uh but uh you know uh I, I you know he's uh, it, it's it's interesting that Duck has a rapport with uh, Deontay Johnson and with uh, James Washington. It'll be C and and you know what? And I, the what the other thing I like about duck is he distributes the ball. You know, uh, he's done. he's Good not forced, he's down. not forcing the ball in, and uh, you know Deontay and uh, number eighty four uh, are both from the Mid American. Well, we got yeah, yes, they're they from, they're both from the Mid American Conference. We got to do it like Prince,
3: the art, artist formerly known as, yeah. so we'd have the wide yeah. receiver formerly known as A B. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
5: Well, guys, um, I appreciate you. Thank you very much. Yeah. And I, I, I'm sure I'll be calling in, but if, in case something happens, I don't want to say Merry Christmas. Oh, Man, Merry Christmas, brother. And, and it's also funny today that people have gotten on CR because I was also going to say something today, and I like the fact that you all have another nickname, so I will start calling you the OGs, and I appreciate <laughs> it. God bless you, OGs. Yeah, yeah.
2: I, I like being called the OG. Thanks, Bishop. As long as they understand it's old guys. Yeah, old gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. There you go. All but right. Joe said it was the old gentleman. Joe you, that worked for the Steelers. He, he said, said it was his old gentleman. Yeah. All right, uh, let's go to uh, the phones. Uh, Wesley in York, Pennsylvania. Wesley, welcome to the locker room.
12: Hey, thank you. I, first off, I just wanted to say thank you guys for everything you've done for the Steelers organization, what you do for them now. It's very much appreciated. And uh, I guess I missed you yesterday, so I wanted to you know, do the game ball thing. Um, Devlin Hodges finally sold on that guy. I was kind of worried about his arm strength, Uh but he showed on a couple passes, that one to Deontay on the right sideline where he put it into him, and the touchdown throw, too. He really had some, some zing on that. I think he ran at just the right times. He was really smart about running. Right. Also, um, he a couple games prior, he was when when he would when the pocket would kind of break down or when things wouldn't go the way that he was thinking it was good. He would kind of fall back a little bit. He didn't do that in this game. He stepped up in the pocket. I think that kind of helped him to be able to run a little bit more. And uh, was was he, like, 100% on third down passing? Was he, like, 8 for 8 on third down passing?
3: Uh, that I couldn't tell you right off the top of my head. We'd have to take a look at it. But yeah. he was, look, 16 of 19,
12: you know? Yeah, I, th- I think he was 100% on third down passing. So he... He's finally uh, sold. I'm, I'm, I'm one of those weird guys that loved Mason Rudolph, you know, so uh, I, I would have liked to see him do something, but it doesn't look like it's happening at this point in time. It looks like we're riding a duck. Yeah. Um, Deont- Deontay Johnson, he had a great game. Um, he, does, he does really remind me of A.B. a lot. Um, I think he's got a real bright future ahead of him. And uh, on defense, I think the Steelers' linebackers, the combination of the linebackers, uh, you know, Watt had a great game, had a pick. Uh, Bud Dupree, uh, Vince Williams, the way they contained um, Kyler Murray, I think that's going to be really helpful for when we see uh, Lamar Jackson here uh, at the end of the year, the way that they did that, the blueprint for that. And then Joe Hayden, obviously he had a great game. And um, that's that's about all I had to say. Thank you very much.
2: Uh, Wesley, thanks for the call, brother. Uh, uh, All right, uh, we've got uh, Dave in Denver. Uh, Dave, uh, uh, not too much time, two minutes. Uh, Welcome to the locker room.
13: Hey, thanks, guys. First of all, uh, this is my first time uh, calling in. Uh, I've listened for a long time, and you guys cover two of my three favorite things, uh, football, faith, and family. So. (laughs) Uh, just really appreciate your perspective on everything. And uh, really quickly, just my two things today. Is, one, uh, I'll skip the game balls because I know you've had a lot. But uh, one of the kind of maybe mini game balls I wanted to give out <clears throat> was for football smarts. When TJ made that interception, right? I can't even tell you how appreciative I was of I was him going straight down to a knee. I get so frustrated when guys they can make a hundred yard interception return from the middle of the end zone and get tackled at the three. So uh, mini game ball to TJ just for that uh, for that intelligence.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, and, That's good headsy play. And the way he was out in the flat, David, and then he drifted he saw Max Williams on a shallow cross, and he drifted uh in front of him.
13: Exactly. Yeah, the whole play was just yeah, just his uh, his intelligence. It was it was terrific. The other thing I wanted to ask you guys about, I uh, kind of want to get the offensive line expertise going on this one. I uh, I tweeted Wes and Matt yesterday about uh, about Pouncey, uh, who I absolutely love, but it seems like he has a pretty uh, common um instance of low snaps this uh uh, this year and they said that this might be an injury thing that he's dealing with i'm wondering if there's like play call stuff the plays that they're calling or having him try and get off the ball quickly or or whatnot and he's uh because it seems like this year, you know,
3: it's just kind of. It's kind he's of had fun a few. Yeah, he's done. had a few. But yeah. but again, when you've uh, snapped the ball thirty million times, you, you're you probably know,
2: gonna have uh, a few. So it, it, it's True. the it, you know when when your butt is really low and pounce ha- carries his butt really low in the stance. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when you you skip it in. When the butt's really high, uh, you sometimes you over snap. But we're, we're out of time, wow. Dave. I hope that answered your question.
3: Sorry, brother, we got to roll. All
2: right. Uh, Merry uh, Merry Christmas, Christmas brother. All right, we're gonna we're gonna run into uh, Mike Tomlin's press conference right after this.